These are pretty good if you're having a shitty day and you don't really don't really want it to improve that much. Uh, <laughs> Amstel Light's probably a good one to go to go with. It's really just like, all right, this is I feel about the same, possibly worse. The Brews and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. The first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and the excitement continues with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code THPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast, an episode. I think it's 79. Are there any Bruins that were 79? All right. Uh, well, <laughs> we are presented by Bruins Diehards, a The Hockey Podcast Network podcast. One out of five stars, a hard listen from my father, a drinkable podcast you can taste, sponsored by DraftKings. Uh, I am Drew Johnson. I am here with not Cam Hasbrook as usual. And <laughs> as usual, we do have Chris Gear. Um, and also joining us are two guests to replace Cam, uh, which you really don't need anyone to replace Cam on this podcast. But we got two people instead. We're up in the game. We got Nick Lanciani and Spoke Z, a.k.a. Colin McDonald. How are you guys doing? I like how I introduced you with Spoke Z. Instead of your real name. That really threw me off. Yeah. I let off with the uh, alias. Supposed to. Yeah. Name. I'm fucking great. By the way, 79, uh, that was Lausanne's first number. So that was disrespectful on your part. And yep. suck it. Yeah, he's, he's old news. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's great. I'm fucking great. And I'm good too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's everyone drinking? I see Chris has a beer. Let's start with Chris. I got an interesting one. So I have a Pilsner Urkel. Um, the original Pilsner brewed the original way, uh, according to the can. Um, it is shipped fresh from Pilsen, Czech Republic. Um, so it is indeed a Czech Pilsner. Shouts David Krejci. Um, yeah, this is a pretty classic import. Uh, I hadn't had it before. Um, founded in 1842, which is the same year that Villanova University, my alma mater, was founded. So definitely feels right to be drinking this. 
that's a weird one to grade on our scale because it doesn't have much of a flavor and it's not super drinkable either but it is a good beer hi mom (laughs) (laughs) okay uh it's it's very bitter um but doesn't have like a distinct flavor to it so i can't really give it a, a tasteability grade very high so i'll go with like a 10 um and drinkability it's also probably like a 12 but the low ratings aside pretty good beer and i like it is that their slogan pretty good beer and i like it no the slogan is the original pilsner brewed the original way yeah i guess that's that's a better one yep (laughs) uh nick what you got I've got the same thing that I've had for the last couple of times I've been on here because that is how my fridge is these days. Consistency, baby. You know, fun fact, in intervals in high school track, I hit the mark every single time in 200s one time. It was great. Anyway, uh, I earned the nickname Mr. Consistency that day. (laughs) I've got an Aeronaut Citra Galaxy. And uh, as always, 37s all around. Hey. There you go. Doubt it. Mr. Z. Hey. Uh, I forgot to go get anything, so I went in my fridge. I found some Amstel lights. Oh. <laughs> They're pretty um, average to below average in just about every category. Uh, I'll just give it a good uh, 11 all around. Just, a, just everywhere. Just an 11. You know? Trent Fred, which is double digits though, so that's kind of good. So that's next question. <laughs> well, I, I like how our scale isn't necessarily like good or bad. It's just interpretations of different characteristics. Like yeah, it's, it's never like you could have a zero. On, you could have a zero and a zero, and it's like could still be a good beer. Probably not. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it the could. limit. It there. Technically, could still taste good. Actually, if you can't taste it. These are pretty good if you're having a shitty day and you don't really don't really want it to improve that much. Uh, <laughs> Amstel Light's probably a good one to go to go with. It's really just like, all right, this is I feel about the same, possibly worse. Uh, that's where that's that's where you want their slogans brewing tradition since 1870. So really just, yeah, you know, that's where we're at. Um, I got a triple IPA, um, and this one's from, uh, this will, this will introduce a little story we got. It's from Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company, um, and it's, uh, called Johnny Hammer Time, which, uh, it, Colin, this isn't the worst name of a beer, am I right? Not, you, not you know, like work. the long ones. But, That's fine. Um, yeah, triple IPA. I don't know what the percentage is, but maybe I should be going into it blind. Um, anyway, drinkability, definitely heavy, triple IPA. Uh, I'm going to go with an 11. I'll follow Colin on that. Tasteability, very heavy. Um, it's not like overwhelmingly hoppy though. It kind of has like a, almost like a darker taste. Uh, tasteability, I'll go, uh, 28. Andre Kasha. Derek Forward these days. For the record, I believe that was like a nine and a half percent when I saw it on the menu. All right. Did you have it no. when we were there? That was, that was one of the ones Colin had. We uh we visited Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company. Colin, uh, Chris, and myself 
Nick couldn't make right, it. I wasn't feeling great. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no worries there. Uh, migraines are, ugh. as Chris explained to us as well. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. So that was that was our story about visiting a brewery. <laughs> that was a good time. It was my birthday. It was a good way to start the celebration for me. Got to meet Drew's girlfriend. Yeah. She's going to rock while we didn't try. So that was cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. The the next door place was a, a rock climbing gym. I think we should have a pong table in there. We should redo that trip and then get like really hammered and then go next door to the gym and try that uh, rock wall. Something tells me they won't. Pretty sure they the make wall. you sign some like liability things and that you're not allowed to be, <laughs> especially if it's right next door to a brewery. Well, do, do they have like a breathalyzer test or anything? You know, if they don't, maybe we can no, pass. There you go. I can act pretty sober when I'm drunk. That's Drew, that. when you're sober, you can't act sober. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the truth hurts. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Where was it at? Waltham, right? Yeah, it was Waltham. Cool. Yeah, uh, 411 Waverly Oaks Road at Waltham, Mass. Check it out. Cool place. And it's also a 9.7%. I found it. So Okay. That was Better close. than a 9.5. Depending on Connor McDavid percentage. Trying to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, Connor McDavid. There you go. Um, I guess just going to hockey, the only newsworthy thing I can think of is that the Carolina Hurricanes offer sheeted Jasperi Kokoniemi. I probably butchered that name. I've heard it nice. so many times. You did, but it's fine. Well, tell me right. What is it? Now I like to see you struggle. It's better. Thank you. I thought he got close. Kasperi Kokoniemi. Kokoniemi. See, he had a little too much of the J in there. Kokoniemi. Kakadoodle-doo. Anyway, he's he's now... He's no longer a Hab. Yeah, no longer a Hab because they offersheeted him. And uh, many saw it as revenge for last year when they offersheeted. It was Ajo, right? Yeah. Um, but the Canes management came out and said, no, it wasn't about revenge. We really wanted the guy, which I don't buy. I mean, you're not going to offer sheet someone like you wouldn't want to have in the case that the other team didn't match, but I think it was totally for the meme. I think a lot of that was for the revenge. Um, at least I think is cool and fun. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. In a sport that is not often cool and fun. I mean, it, it angered a lot of people in Montreal, which is always a fun thing to do. That's great. That's... Watching the uh, the whiplash of people trying to go back on their love of KK uh, was pretty entertaining. A lot of people saying, uh, I, I love this guy. He's great. And then like a week later being like, nah, he's uh, not worth it. Isn't that just the best part about sports is how quickly fans are often like, I love this player. He, you know, he's the reason why we beat the Maple Leafs. And then they're like, well, why does he want so much? Well, why is he not like playing here? You know what? He sucks now. Well, you know, good for him. He's left. Lance, you're, that, all that you're stuff. missing the point here. The real point is that the player's value changed dramatically yeah, in a two-week span during the offseason. <laughs> it's just the best part about sports. Yeah, now it's like two years from now. Now it's just a real bargain deal, you know? (laughs) Fucking cocaine, just very cocaine. Cane. (laughs) I got there. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. That was like it was a. Uh, I saw the offer sheet and I was like, why? And then I remembered everything about the whole. But like they wanted the player, they couldn't agree to a trade, so they did a really smart offer sheet that they knew that like realistically they just couldn't match it. If they did, they'd screw themselves over. So they did it really well. But then the way they presented it in like the $20 signing bonus rocks, uh, <laughs> the way they presented it and everything like that, that was, that was for the pure show, which is great. Um, I don't think teams should do things that like everyone is only going to love. I think it's really good for the sport in any sport. When you have one fan base, that's like this rocks there's maybe more than one fan base, but that other fan base is like, wow, what a bunch of fucking assholes. I can't believe they disrespect the game like that. Like, this is great. So now everyone's talking about it. So that's good for the game. And Carolina has clearly a love for cock and yummy, cocaine, 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 yummy, whatever Drew wants to call them. Uh, I think I got a little we'll closer see how that goes. That. <laughs> well, I just said everything I could think of. Um, Every I, version I, of his name. I Eventually funny- you'll get it right. I think it's funny that like perspective of people have have of it like disrespecting the game or something because it's it's in, like in the if rules, it disrespected the this. game, it's a part of it. <laughs> it wouldn't be in the CBA. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's offer sheets are something that should happen more often. Um, I think we I think we discussed this last week, but you know, it's just something I, I wish happened more often. It's something that teams don't utilize enough to, um, even if the contract gets matched like that can affect a team's uh, salary cap and uh, yeah. ability to spend on other examples so. you know, yeah. the, the shea weber deal with uh when he signed the offer sheet with philadelphia back yep. in the day and then nashville was like yeah no we're keeping him but now we're kind of going to be like well great so ryan Suter is going to leave now <laughs> you know it's like well in the long run i guess that worked out for them but in the short run it was an immense pressure that I would not envy having to be David Poyle for to walk in and be like, all right, so here's the deal. You know how we have a great defense. We have to rip it apart now. I mean, they ended up being fine anyway, but other GMs won't be as successful. And just the, the fun part about offer sheets, if you go back in the eighties and nineties, they happened like all the time. The blues tried to get Scott Stevens like three or four times. One of the times the league was like, that's you, you might be tampering some things there. And all the time. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was just, oh, well, you know, compensation's a player and a pick or whatever. Nowadays, because the compensation isn't a player on the roster, people freak out because they're like, oh, well, I don't want a first and a third round pick. How dare you? It's like, wait, why wouldn't you want a first round pick for a guy? It's You're giving away nothing, essentially, for a first round pick. And in a draft that might be good, take it. Just take it. You know no. what? There's always next year. That is a saying that exists in everything. And just go and then, for it. It's smart if you're on the it's other It's a saying end. that exists in everything except for uh, apocalypse predictions. Exactly. But it's smart if you're the team doing the offer sheet and you kind of have a feeling it's not too deep of a draft. And also, if you're the Hurricanes, you're trying to make that push for the cup. You're hoping you're pick is a glorified second rounder you know um, i just love um how carolina was like we need to do this because it's going to be good for us and it's like okay you got four other guys at center that are decent and now next off season to, just to qualify Kokanami, they're going to be like so it's basically the same salary so we're not going to do that 
you know, you might run the risk of him being a UFA now, but you know, if he has a great year, now he's going to be wanting like 9 million. If he has a bad year, you might be like, yeah, so you actually aren't that good right now. So how's like 3 million sound? I think they have that deal ready to go. I think they know what, the, I think when it was it January 1st, they can extend them. Yes. I got, I think they have that long-term extension already like in the drawer and cocking Yemi knows, and it's going to be like half of what he's making now on like a longer term deal. But cause I mean, like, even if he has a good year, it still doesn't make sense to give him 6.1 million. Right. Right now. Um, or next year. But I think that's, I have to think that they've got that ready to roll. And that was part of him being like, yeah, I'll come there. Now you can just get paid, dude. He's going to make so much money. That bastard. Yeah. Why am I not paid that amount for the Brews and Bruins podcast? Why am I not paid that amount for doing what I'm doing now, which is I'm not doing anything. Like, what is up? Like, what's this (laughs) bullshit? I'm trying to vibe. I will just take a $20 signing bonus, please. (laughs) Yeah, they're just giving those out. $20. (laughs) Signing bonuses, baby. Um, in, in terms of uh, Bruins news, it was Craig Smith's birthday the other day. Cheers, really Craig. Got, Sick, but yeah. like, that's worth celebrating. We love Craig. I didn't know we it's were... Just uh, a ridiculous Craig. Such and a hot dude. I didn't know he was a Virgo like myself. Nice. Good for um, you. We're going to talk about uh, Tomas Tatar or no, uh, Tomas Hurdle. We don't need to talk about Tomas Tatar. That's probably okay. I did like want. what New Jersey did this offseason. Um, so, go ahead, Chris. I don't, I don't know what, what's good. Sharks center uh, Tomas Hurdle uh, supposedly doesn't want to be playing for the Sharks and uh, would be a really nice trade target for the Bruins. Yeah, I mean, if you need a second line center. Uh, then uh, I guess you might be one of those teams that should be knocking on the door at the very least and saying, hey, what's up, Doug Wilson? How's it going? I might just hit yeah. up Doug Wilson anyway and say, how's it going? Right? I mean, if you find his How address, does he have a help. job. How does he have a fucking job still? Because uh, he went to a Stanley Cup final, and that gives you, like, five-year immunity. Okay, Wait, but now he, the time he is He went up. to one, so, like... I went to one at one point. Like I, I attended a <laughs> Stanley Cup final game. Does that mean my job security is good? And what kind of yes. immunity are we qualifying here? Is it immunity for job security or immunity from like ever having to go to another Stanley Cup final loss again? Because you know, I've, I've seen that from jail. He's not. He's never going to jail. It's monopoly. Get out of free. Get out of jail free card. That's what it Get is. Out of free. That's, that's Don't it. even need to roll them doubles. Oh, good stuff, Drew. Thanks. I ha- I Boy. hated that so much. It's crazy. A little monopoly joke there for you, Colin. <laughs> I mean, I loved it, but I hated it a lot too. Uh, it's yeah. Oh man, that was. Do it again. Say it again. Uh, I'll pass. Go. All right, cool. Uh, next. <laughs> We all just take a big sip of yeah. so do we just not care that much about Thomas Hurdle? Because like no, he rocks it, and they should acquire him. Yeah, he's an excellent two-way center. He's ridiculously um, good. He's, he's wasting away there. He's a worthy I mean, top line center. Even. Um and you know, the way that it works in 
in the NHL uh, or and especially in Boston recently is if you trade for somebody, maybe they'll resign long term. And uh, I think that would be a good move to make. All right, I've got a few words for Don Sweeney. Do you know the way to San Jose? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, a flight of some sort. It's a real Cuthbert right there. That's what he said. What's his face when Landis Cog scored and they went back to San Jose for game seven? All right. Oh, my God. What did I just do? What did you do? <laughs> Even really... his facial expressions. Yeah, I wish we could. Uh... Which is what? that came over on the audio waves. Yeah. Well, uh, so what did you do, Colin? I, I hit the 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 Siri button thingy on the computer and it said, I said, oh my God, what did I do? And I thought I said, oh my God, garage door. And then it said, sorry, I can't help you with that. So, so if you guys were wondering if someone's trying to break your into computer your garage door unless maybe other computer but a macbook can't do that they can't help me with oh my god garage door so if you Something guys were to looking to if you guys were looking for some help in that area um don't ask siri on your macbook pros you know what? i'm gonna name a uh my new band uh garage door our album oh my god mm-hmm. oh my there, god yeah. by garage door that's the episode title Oh my God. Garage door. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think uh, you'd have to give up plenty to get Tomas hurdle, but I think the price would be less than uh, trying to get Jack Eichel, I believe. And a lot easier to acquire somebody outside of your division. Hmm. Seems, seems reasonable, huh? It's going to be very funny if Jack Eichel doesn't get traded. It'll be very funny next year. It, it would be spiteful of the organization not to trade him. Take the C away or they just keep it. They just let him have the C as he's like, get me the <laughs> fuck out of here. Every pregame speech is like, all right, boys, this might be my last game. Hopefully, you know, I'm going to put 10 grand on the board. <laughs> if I get traded, they, they're throwing money on the board, not for like scoring a goal or winning. It's just if I get traded tomorrow. I'd be a big fan of that if he just stays in Buffalo. Just rots away. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what what happens if, you know, he hits that deadline where he gets that big signing bonus and uh, gets to put in his no trade list, um, which I believe is. I, I got both. a team that he should put on that list, the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've made the trade turns out we trade you to ourselves good luck though trade him to rochester there's gotta be there's right gotta be game. there's gotta be something in the water there between toronto and buffalo but i think i think there there really yeah, it's is called the literally Great something in the water yeah because there's separate geography um no but i just think it's funny that that just that they're, they're both fucked I mean, Toronto is arguably in a better place. It's more of like a curse of some sort. Buffalo is just, just fucked. Right Neither team really has a goaltender to me. They just, as much as people are like, oh, I like Jack Campbell, I like Pierre Mrazek. I'm like, okay, but then when he gets to the playoffs, what do you do? First because, round exit. Uh, yeah, I think, I think one of the other things is that like, 
Jack Campbell outplayed Carey Price, and they still lost. So the problems aren't just goaltending. Right. <laughs> Maybe Toronto could have used a guy like Yusperi Kokaniemi. If only yeah. they weren't paying like four players $44 million or whatever. But hey, you know, you do your thing, Toronto. You do your thing. One of the only guys that showed up is Nylander and the fan base like trade Neeland to get that salary off the books. We don't need him. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, so, trade the guy, the guy that's that scoring makes all the, the goals. least and does the most in the playoffs for you. Yeah, yeah, let's trade that one. Let's trade that guy. Well, he's you know, like guy... a fucking good contract, which is very funny. And he's the one I was like, we got to get rid of Nylander. He's the guy who plays the least uh, hard-nosed hockey or whatever the hell. He has long blonde hair. Get rid of him. And his last name is European. Hey, Michael Nylander, uh, Bruins legend. Yep. Yep. We discussed this on uh, Lancey's podcast. (laughs) Yeah, well, I just brought it up again, so suck on that. This was a year. This was over a year ago, I think. It was like well, a year the, the people listening now. to this are gonna be pissed off that I brought it up again. No, <laughs> oh, they're yeah, going on. Recycled people listen to my show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are they running out of shit to talk about? Definitely. Well, so I was gonna <laughs> move yeah. things forward and just talk about uh the Minnesota Wild winner classic jersey because we have Colin here and uh you know it's it's neat. There's all I got uh, about that. There's a whole lot going on in that sweater, most of which is pretty uh, subpar or just weird. Um, it's kind of like the Amstel light of uh, winter classic sweaters, you know? That it really, I saw it. I was like, man, we hyped the shit off. out of that for this. This is what we've been getting all gassed up about. That stripe in the middle makes no sense. The elbow patches are super fucking weird, and they make no sense either. Uh, but you know what? It's weird and different, so it's a 10 out of 10, obviously. <laughs> it's going to be as valuable as the, the original Mighty Wing jersey. Let me get a look at these mm. Warlocks. That, that would be a good description of it, Chris. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the it's winter classic jersey for whom? Minnesota Wild. Oh, yeah. I, I I my money was on Minnesota because it's Colin talking, but oh boy. Oh Rude. yeah, these are tough. Yeah, they are brutal. Um but my main issue is the captain C. It it shouldn't be where it is. You can just move it below the most of stripe. most of the shit on that jersey shouldn't be shouldn't where, be where it, is, it is being on but, but see if, if you just move the c down you can make it a little bit larger and not look quite as weird the stripe will still be there and everyone will be like what's the point of that and i'll say well if you look at the 1930s nothing made sense but i mean like sure do it for one jersey i don't care people will buy it people won't buy it you do it you. also doesn't pass my uh, too many colors test um it has four colors that is one too many colors the uh the MLPS or the MPLS, I'm sorry, on that makes me think it's like it's just maple leaves without all the uh, vowels. Believe it's it's like Minneapolis. Because yeah, you know, I, I know, but it's also maple leaves without all the vowels. Yeah, like, like classic vowel F <laughs> without all the vowels. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and, and one hey, consonant. That's about- <laughs> 
it just it's just like you know people in toronto like you know in texting like before we had like the full keyboard it was just the uh you know the numbers um be like hey want to go to the mooples game dude no, this no fucking... one said that <laughs> yeah but that the c dude they definitely like made the like all right we finished it and then like the day like, before oh, like dude fuck shoot, i forgot the letter has to go up there and they were like oh jesus all right just half size font <laughs> size six font throw that on there did you adjust they probably drew it on. it's probably like stitched on it's probably they probably drew it with a fucking white sharpie or something also i'm probably gonna get shit from devil's fans for this but i really hate like christmas colors for non-christmas things it's it reminds me christmas, of Chris? anything that like does mcdonald's colors like I, I hate those flames jerseys that use the mcdonald's colors like Ooh. yeah i don't that seems kind of bold i like the are you talking about like their alternate slash classic jerseys Just the, the ones that are like red yellow and white or whatever yeah, like all That's red, and then they got the yellowness. Yeah, I just yeah. don't like that color combination. And like, any McDonald's would like to green, have green and red. Always feels like a weird color combination to me. That uh, definitely Christmas ruined. Well, I mean, red and green never to be seen on TV and stuff, but they are the wild. So, what uh, are you gonna do, Colin? What are your what What are you looking forward to from the wild? Let's Let's make this the uh, the wild and. Uh, good stuff Bushwhacker I can't think of something that starts with a W Whiskey Oh, Whiskey and Wild Wild you on Whiskey Colin McDonald Bushwhacker? Yeah <laughs> I, mean, there, I believe we called it in there. I believe we called it Wine and Wild last time Colin was on I like hey, we're, we're moving up in society Whiskey and Wild the meeting will keep end going, in 10 Let's minutes. just keep going. Keep keep coming up with something else, Drew. I, I'm not I'm answering until you come up with a new one. Oh, are you are you trying to come up with a podcast name? You're going to use me like that? Do do nine minutes and forty five seconds of this, Drew. All right. Um, yeah. Wild and. Oh, this is painful. I regret. Why did this Zoom a lot. just say playing music? There's no <laughs> notification. Because <laughs> you sounds like happens. you were playing music. <laughs> when you try to sing, it tries to recognize that uh, you shouldn't. Uh, but Colin, did the Wild win the cup this year? Yeah, they already did. Next question. Oh. They won <laughs> with these winter classic jerseys. That's gonna, they're going to fucking ride them to the cup. See, I hate that. I'm, I have it up right now, and I hate it. I just can't, but I can't stop looking at it. But from a pure chaos perspective, now I want St. Louis to do the St. Louis Eagles, but slightly modernized in a way, just to be like, all right, it's the 1930s. We got two teams that nobody has ever really heard about or cared about. Ready, go. Here I can't we are. Stop looking at this goddamn jersey. I just can't. I'm staring at it. It's mesmerizing. Spurgeon looks great, though. Yeah, Did you no. paint your room clean, uh, clean green because of the wild? Is your room yeah. clean because of the wild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Actually, I painted the shit green and then I cleaned it for the for just for the wild. Well, your room's pretty clean. Well, I do like the wild, so you know. Is Jared Spurgeon actually the captain of the wild? 
He is. Yes. Yes. Wow. Do you know the best part about the photos that they put out with him in it? It makes him look tall. And so it's like, wow, Spurgeon's pretty tall. And then I remembered it. It's like he's only five nine. This doesn't make he's, him look tall at all. Tall. I think you're <laughs> I think you're reading. It's the stripes for me. Okay. <laughs> it's the horizontal stripes. It makes my him look eyes taller. just went crazy. <laughs> Oh, the the pants. I'm just seeing the pants and gloves now. I had Yeah, only, they're bad. Like, oh, my God. That's the fourth color. The stars did? Like, and I, I like that. Like, you know, that's like a classic color. Like, you got the goalie pads. The old goalie pads were always that kind of color. But it does not go good with that jersey at all. It. I liked them okay with the with the stars ones last year. um, Or maybe it was two years ago. I forget. Time. 2020. We, we fit that in. Yeah, the fucking elbow patch thing is the same color as yeah. those gloves and pants. It's terrible. I don't even know why they put that on. I'm pretty sure the stars had an elbow patch. I can't remember. Let me look it up. Well, they should stop it. They should stop doing that. They should cease that. Stop it. For the aesthetics. The, the stripe on the chest is just... It's bananas. No. Yeah, I it's, don't know. It's, that's the, I think that's the dumbest yeah, part of the whole yeah, jersey. Yeah. Because that's what causes the C to be like on his collarbone there's also just too many stripes in general where are the white stripes ah uh, see i couldn't remember the stars are, didn't do an there are patch. seven stripes on the arms but they had the shoulder and, patches and on the legs oh that feels excessive what do you think each stripe resembles like seven is there what it resembles seven times that they've never it resembles a, a fucking stripe drew Oh, what, then what word am I looking for? Represents. It represents. Thank you. The symbolism I mix those up behind. all the times, man. So, yeah. So, the wild and the blues going outdoors <laughs> in <laughs> what should look. Bruce and Bruins host Nick Lanciani. I feel, I feel very bad for anyone listening to this episode because it's just been us. It feels like like four people in a room just like forced to talk, but like trying don't to want talk to about all. something. Chris is just talking about how he friends. hates Christmas. He hates Christmas a lot. And I love Jersey Christmas. Devils. I just think no. the colors belong. No, Christmas co opted those colors and it feels weird to like put them anywhere else. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Who do you Seems think made fair. Christmas colors green and red? I think uh, it was they just looked a combination a of like Santa Claus and Christmas trees and shit. The Minnesota Wild did. Yeah, it was yeah. actually New Jersey Devils. No, nah, it was the Wild. Santa Christmas actually lives in Minnesota. Yeah, so anyway, it's, whoever is listening to this podcast is going to be fucking miserable. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, it's the Amstel Light, the podcast. It's, it really, <laughs> I really brought us down. I really brought us down with this fucking Amstel Light. I'll tell you what, it's terrible. It's getting worse. If, it is if getting made so it much to, worse. If you've made it to this point in the podcast, uh, tweet at us at Bruise and Bruins what you hated about this podcast. Yeah. It's going to be, that's going to be, a, I mean, you only have so many characters though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to fucking <laughs> make a thread. They just tweet the entire transcript. They, the whole episode. <laughs> no, no. I want it in the, uh, the notes form. I want just a notes app apology. Why did I listen to this? Here are all the reasons why it was bad. What if really? everyone that listened to it put out a notes app statement on Twitter about how it was, it was just a terrible use of 45 minutes. we do we do really need to do a notes app apology 
I'll I'll do that when I tweet out the episode. (laughs) Oh my god! Tag Amstel Light. It's their fuck. I bet they don't even have Twitter. I bet probably. It's probably got banned. Shit, they do have it. I think every (laughs) every company has a Twitter. They they got a couple. They have a couple. Amstel Beer UK. And then there's one. Have they invented a seltzer yet? Because everything has. Wait, oh, what is that? All right, well, this has been... There's a 0.03% alcohol version, and their Twitter account is parentheses A, and parentheses, open parentheses M, close parentheses, open I can't do the whole thing. (laughs) I got about a third of the way through, but that's another Twitter account. They have so many. They have a non-alcoholic Amstel Light Twitter account? Well, it's 0.03%, so no, you know, if you drink about 700 of them... Anything It'll below really 0.05 is generally considered non-alcoholic. It's just a terrible... Who bought these? It's probably Why? you, Blackout Drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, most likely. That's, that's, not a, <laughs> that's not totally out of the realm of possibilities here. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we are so sorry. Uh, we'll catch you next time with something, something better. Hopefully, I won't be here. So yeah, thanks It'll for be having better. me. Fuck Amstel Light. Uh, follow Nick and uh, and Colin. Um, don't do it. No, don't. Just right, follow don't follow Amstel Colin. Light. Follow Lancy Lancy fifty three. Um, unlike his burner account that I accidentally brought into our group chat. I mean, it's fine. It's all fine. Very, yeah, very creative name for his burner account. You know, <laughs> never thought it would be him. <laughs> yeah, who's that? I've never heard of this guy. It's funny because my burner account chat. actually has like a photo of me, and then my real normal account is a Coldplay thing. Because, of course, because yep. of I made course. the account for a college course thing. Okay, <laughs> sue me. Of course, light. All right, goodbye. Fuck this. Thank <laughs> you.